Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. This week, the playoffs begin, and we're off to TPC Boston. We build 43K DraftKings lineups, play one and done, and Fantasy Nassau tightens up. Then, we discuss the U.S. Amateur and preview Hazeltine's member-member tournament, the Fisher Cup. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Nice Shot Pods, brought to you by FantasyNational.com. As always, hop on to FantasyNational.com slash pods for a 20% discount to your stats plethora. Uh, this week, guys, we're going to talk about um, the tournament last week, the AM, which I think most of us here watch more AM coverage than uh, um, the Wyndham. I did watch Siwoo, almost make a bunch of hole-in-ones. Um, and we're going to get into the Northern Trust, where Tiger has committed. At the then, then maybe at the end of the hour, we can uh, preview the member member and perhaps uh, talk about CDAO's profitable weekend last weekend if it weren't for a roll <laughs> Oh, burn. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Your fake golf game is right on point. Yes. So, Moose, any great information coming out of Fantasy National this week? Well, there's probably tons of it. I've not had a chance to really dig too deep in. I'm so actually what do you going, say you do here? Well, so I'll tell you what I'm doing here. So I'm actually going back and I'm populating all the way back to 2002 of data right now. Um, just so that it's easier to just see like a huge, you know, all the way back to 2002 of who's won events in the past. Get more uh, holes and samples of everybody. Especially weeks like this where, you know... This one's not a great example because they played at TPC Boston in 2018, but then a lot of the majors come around. It's like, oh, well, the last time they played that was in 2004, and I had I don't have any data on 2004. So today I've been going through and backloading in all stats going back to 2002. So Moose, this is just a random aside because it got me thinking off topic. But okay, so 2002, 18 years ago, out of the top 100 guys in the world in 2002, how many are like still relevant? Like, let's say top 250 in 2020. I, you it can't know, be I, that many, can it? I mean, you know all of them. I, I bet, and I bet you it's probably 15 to 20 at least. I haven't been going through. I don't like actually look at the data when I'm doing it. It's all kind of shit. You've got Adam Scott, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson. Um, there, I mean, who else is out of there? Like, tons of these guys have been around since then. Not tons, but is that maybe that it? Did I just exhaust the list? No, I mean I, I'm sure there's probably a few more, but yeah, when you said ten to fifteen, that seemed higher. I was I was kind of thinking more in like the five to ten, but it's interesting. I mean, it, there, longevity in golf is definitely a thing, but it's hard to think of guys that stay on top for that because Phil was top fifty in the world for like what twenty years or something like that. Yeah, well, oh, but I'm guessing that a lot of these guys have never been on top of the world. They're just journeymen, like. It wouldn't surprise me if all of a sudden I look back and Jim Herman played in 2004. You know what I mean? He's just been like number 124 in FedEx Cup for the last 17 years. Jim Herman but, he looks like one of those guys that looked like he was 30 when he was 15. And the name doesn't help him <laughs> <right>? at all. Same <laughs> being Jim Herman. But I, uh, I love him. Congratulations, Jim. 
Yeah. yeah, it doesn't like have that cool name like Fonzie you know, or something like that. Just... Well, I think you just gave him a great nickname, Fonzie Herman. <laughs> yeah, Fonzie. There we go. We got who the hell is that guy? He won last week, and his new nickname is Fonzie. Good stuff, Tractor. What great stuff is coming out of Rob Bolton's keyboard this week? I haven't even looked yet. See what? What exactly do you do here, Tractor? <laughs> it's not my job. <laughs> uh, Bryson, number one. JT, number two, Colin Morikawa, DJ, Webb Simpson. Uh, you know, kind of the heavy hitters. I'm not really seeing any. Wait, where's Rory? Moose, I think I saw a tweet. So you're working on trying to pull the data for, like, the Deutsche Bank, maybe? Yeah. Or we'll just – well, it was Dell's championship. Oh, yeah, Deutsche Bank. Yeah, it changes Whatever. all the time. Yeah, yeah but the changed. tournaments that used to be at TPC Boston. Yes, exactly. That's that's what we kind of are pulling everything from this week for the course breakdown and for the tournament history. We're not using actual um, Northern Trust data because gotcha. I mean, last year that was at Trump something New Jersey. What? Oh, Liberty, Liberty National. National yeah, Liberty year. National. Which uh, gorgeous course with beautiful views of the skyline, but not playing there this week. Did Reed win last year? He did. Hmm. Crowd favorite. <laughs> In all honesty, what could that guy do to have people's opinions like turn positive for him? I feel like we've been talking about this. We, I think this was like one of the first topics in the very first podcast. And yes. I think Tractor, you said hire Phil Mickelson's PR guy. Yeah, I agree with that. He needs it. Yeah, social media. He can try and connect with some fans, grow a following, grow a base, humanize himself. I feel like people like put up with him and like him for one week every two years. Yeah, or what or if he just start talking more shit and start winning again? That would like make me like him more. Like I love it when people hate him and then he backs it up. Unlike Brooks Kepka, who starts talking trash at the U.S. Open and then can't even make a like less than stellar field cut. The PGA the or the U.S. Open, whatever PGA. Oh. But yeah. you know what? He at least you know like owned up to it though too. He did he? I, he didn't I go, did not follow. He that didn't go high. He basically said, "No, I just didn't back it up." And again, this will be interesting. Yeah. Once well, he also was like, "Well, I didn't even know who was on the leaderboard besides Justin because that's the only name I like." Justin. No, I never looked at. I never saw it. It was very strange. Yeah, it was like he's back, and I don't know what was going on. I hear that though. I but still uh, love his. I still love how he though says majors are the easiest championships to win because you know half the people I'm just going to beat. What the other half are terrified because it's a major, right? Something like that. I, I don't think he's wrong on a lot of that. No. I agree. He's yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, like, yeah. awesome. Like, All half right, these yeah. guys, as I show up, I know I'm going to be. Right. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. Well, I can be said. I mean, especially when you look at the Masters and you got half the Amateurs field is, and seniors, yeah. basically. Yeah. Right. And and it's, like, a 100-person field. Yep. Um, guys who have won at tournaments played at TPC Boston. Uh Bryson, JT, Rory twice, Ricky, Kirk, and Stenson. Kind of a mix between bombers and ball strikers. Isn't this a pretty tight course, if I remember right? It looks tight, but actually driving accuracy here is higher than at your typical tour field. But do you think that is because they're not hitting as many drivers? No, the average driving distance is longer than the average. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, so. It seems tighter than most TPC courses, though. Yes, a little more strategy off the tee versus driver. For a slut, she's pretty conservative. <laughs> Where'd oh. that come from? Is that a quote or something? I, it is now. You can <laughs> okay. like you can like put one of those dash mooses under that and like put that in an inspirational book. <laughs> Good luck selling that book. Yeah, yeah. I can say that sounds really inspiring. <laughs> yeah. She, she uh, had high morals for a slut. That, that's a little better. Okay. 
Moving on. Next beer. What are you guys drinking tonight? Water. What? Wa- water? Wow. What's going on? And I get made fun of. I got a lot to do tomorrow. Oh, okay. I got a Gatorade Zero. Dude, we just lost half of our audience. They're like, what? Tractors drinking water. Fuck this. Got too much to do tomorrow, man. What's I got a big yeah. season-long four-ball match tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. Are you in like a – are we starting to kind of get down to the, the, the nitty-gritty? Oh, okay. The, we're at the very back end of – yeah. It's still the scheduling second nightmare. round. But Ske- well, your scheduling is always a nightmare in those things. Isn't, isn't yeah. your – Our opponents would not play on punched greens, so we had to wait <laughs> until – Who are you guys playing? The U.S. Open. I know no one listening cares, but who? Bruce and Mr. Seaman. Oh. Not a not a fake last name. Gotcha. Interesting. So it's supposed to be uh, Dell's, but the shoulder Bruce was his replacement. So gotcha. So um, should be fun. I'm not giving up too many shots. So, but anyway, well, good luck. Yeah. yeah. Let's get so this week, right? TPC Boston. Let's get into our picks on it, and then we'll hit the am up after that. Like forty three k. You want to rip sure. into it? I don't. I haven't made mine yet. Would you guys like <laughs> to listen to me make mine as I do it and show you how this works? That could be like must listen to pod. Okay, I'll I'll even do you one better. And since I didn't actually put time into mine yet, I'm not even going to read them to people. You'll just have to see me at the top of the leaderboard this week later on. Well, that's not fun. That sounds like a, like you probably are cheating. That I feel like Maybe. last. Last week I put together a decent squad. I think four or five of my guys made the cut, but I forgot to fucking hit submit. Oh no! <laughs> so it, it, yeah, I don't. I, if I, I could really, finish top one hundred, that would. I, I don't think I finished in the top one hundred in like two months. It's tough. All right, here's all we're gonna do. This I was seventy second last week. Made That's five good. to six. Solid. To make matters worse, I picked Pat Perez last week, who only played one round. Yeah, why did he WD? I didn't find. I don't know. He was having a grand old time. During the little scramble thing or whatever they were doing on that charity deal they do every week. Yeah, he was. I can't tell if he was kind of uh, like the Matt Wolf of that one. Yeah. T- little talkative. I, he's kind of like aggressively mean almost. I I'm sorry. You had the flamboyant personalities of Brandon Grace and Charles Swartzlow. Well, that's what I kind of <laughs> feel like. It was a lot like the the one at, um, the, at the 3M. They kind of have like non- exciting people so like one person kind of like takes over because no one else does anything sure you know i think i mean that's kind of is that kind of how you feel in most rounds of golf that you play because nobody is ever as exciting and interesting as you are tractor pretty much it's rare i'm like hey aren't you guys here to have fun on a friday no oh great i'm glad i'm here (laughs) anyone got good stories from the week no sweet (laughs) love this and then you're like, oh, I just wish I was at my cabin at the lake house. I'm like, yeah, it's more like, hey, Molly, uh, what if I go home after nine and then we just leave now? <laughs> oh, but none of the stuff's packed? All right, I'll stay here. Nine holes of golf is the worst. I'm, I'm going to play the Mr. Mrs. yesterday. We could have got a recap on that. Paul, how'd you do? We didn't. I didn't play. Oh, why not? I think my wife at one point said, I'm going to sign us up. And I said, okay. And she never did. So, Oh, wow. All right, I made my. I just did my lineup. You guys ready? Hey. Oh, oh, you're yes. going first. Just bring it, bring it, it on. Yes. Yeah. Tommy Fleetwood. Wow. You know Ooh. this is forty three k, right? Yep. I actually have an extra eight hundred bucks. Oh yeah, this is the week to what? do it. What? The week. This is the week to do it. There's, I mean, fucking sea bass is sixty one hundred this week. Yep. I'm taking this <laughs> Charlie Hoffman because I like Charlie Hoffman. <laughs> I'm taking Chucky three sticks. I'm taking. Do you like Johnson. Chucky three sticks? I do. That's part of it. You have two Chuckies on your team. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, well. John Gruden. Charlie Hoffman. He's Charlie. You don't call, like, Chucky 3-6 Charlie. 
Charlie Howell. You know, it's Chucky 3. Rory Sabatini, because he screwed me last week. And then <laughs> HV3, because, of course, the only time I don't freaking take him in 43K does well. So I'm taking him again this time, and he better count. Submit. Done. Now I'm going to watch this stupid ad on my phone for five seconds. So oh, the it. ads are the worst. Well, he's only five For, seconds. like, the video games or... <laughs> Yeah, I've only then, seen the ad up for that one like 5,000 times. Like, I don't need a Dungeons & Dragons ad or whatever the <laughs> things are. Well, like, it's like, oh, you need to move the thing. It's like, I'm not going to move it. Like, I know that might even speed up my, like, ad watching experience, but I'm still not going to slide that fucking thing up there for you. I don't care if if the enemy is going to approach and my cannons are going to dispel them. I just want the <laughs> ad done now. But listeners, that's how the lineups are made. About that quickly. <laughs> I hope you win. That, that'd be awesome. I got as good a chance as anyone else. How, how exactly. did you do last week, Tractor, by the way? Uh, better than Paul. Yeah? Well, sweet. Because you were because you used Fancy National last week. Oh, yeah, like 150th. Sweet. So you, like, moved up a little bit. Yeah, but not much. The best oh. ones have always been, like, you know, just kind of the way they are here. Just wild. Yeah. Actually, let's see exactly what I was because people care. 167th. Okay, so I was 190. I was 198th at one point. So okay, so maybe maybe FNGC is not the tool for you then. No, it is not. It just really just proved it for me. I was 121st, so you were not better. Than oh, you things. came up. You were way behind. Where? Sorry, I know you're tracking my. Well, you keep <laughs> you kept putting up your updates on the freaking group thing. That was for a different one. That was on my team that actually... Oh, it's a different one where you're like last place. (laughs) Yeah, stay tuned for later in the podcast track. You might learn something. No, I won't. (laughs) Hey, Moose. Yeah. Uh, This stat engine thing that you got going on here, has has this been updated like recently? Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, the sneak peek. Yeah. Highly highly recommended. Mine. Yeah. Blowing. Yeah. Yeah. It updates every day. Why? Are you seeing something that doesn't look right? No, no. I think it looks great. It just was, I mean, I, I haven't really been using it until tonight. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool. That made me feel like, uh, so that was kind of how I made all my 43K picks. Let's hear yeah. your picks then. So, yeah, but moves on, so for well, not all, on that, most. like the for the tournament history deal. Yeah, oh, that's that one's coming. That's actually pulling from. That's the, just pulling Northern Trust, right? Yeah, that's by the Northern Trust. It's not going by course. Yeah, yeah okay. it's not going by course. That's correct. Okay. Um, yeah, so actually, the reason that the sneak peek is not like production, like once I pull it into production, the regular stuff's going away and that's going to be the new thing. You can still look at table views in there, but I haven't been able to make it work on mobile yet. And I'm just. Gonna wait until football season starts to start doing that and then convert it over. So that's why it's still just a sneak peek. No, I thought I thought it was cool, especially when you start talking about guys in like that six, seven thousand range. You can see who's much higher ranked, at least according to the the algorithm versus, you know. Well yeah, and like pulling shit double, out of your ass. Well, and it's so much easier to like manipulate your model there too though. Like if you double click that number, it brings up the sliders and you can like move something over to like make approach more than putting. So, Moose, as a guy who, like, you know, uses your website, like, constantly. Yeah. This new thing you have is, like, way more visually friendly. That's that's the idea. It's best that's what it might like be actually months. use it. Well, the, the idea is actually, like, I feel like when people come into the normal view and they just see that data table, like, it's very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I'd like kind of channel some NBA jam. Yeah, I was going to say it has a video game vibe to it for sure. Yeah, where it's just kind of like real easy to kind of do that. And you can 
hone in. And like the coolest thing is that you can mix and match that all the way you want. Like if you want to change what you're graphing out, you just click that and say, That's okay, dope. I want to look at stroke scan approach and set it. And it'll track out stroke scan approach instead of stroke scan total. You guys or heard whatever. it here first. Tractor thinks this is interesting. <laughs> And that's probably a stamp the of The funniest approval. part is that's been on the site for two to three months, Moose, right? It is, but you know what? It's been kind of low-key. But but again, but that's I've been why. using it ever since you launched it. I like that. Uh, uh, yeah, whenever Ooh, I go early into adopter Palmanac. <laughs> <laughs> no, and me too. Whenever I go in, I pretty much go there. It's like you can see where people are trending so much quicker. You get yeah. all the same information. You get to see their recent results and their course history all right there instead of flipping around a bunch. I love it. So, other people will, too, at some point. But because it doesn't, like, force you over there, I don't think everybody just jumps over there right away. But to each their own. Well, I liked it. I liked it. That's uh, That was kind of a driving force behind a lot of my picks. I'll just rip through it pretty quick. Some of them, like my first pick, Keegan, uh, really, he, he didn't show up well there. But kind of a hometown guy. No fans in attendance. So, I think that's less pressure. He's kind of consistently 35th to 60th here. So, uh, New England guy, I'm going Keegan at 6,600 to kick things off. Then I got Mac Hughes. He has a nice stat line here. It looked like he played pretty shitty on Sunday last year, but third at Travelers. He's only 6,700. Um, yeah, a lot of made cuts. or Sorry, not a lot of made cuts, but he has three top tens. So, kind of uh, feast or famine. Then my guy, Zach Johnson, who I had last week, he played lights out. I think he played really well on the weekend. So, He's got some form. I'm assuming he's played here plenty of times. It's like major champion Zach Johnson. Major champion Zach Johnson, not club pro Zach Johnson. Okay. So major champion Zach Johnson. Um, again, you know, I, Tractor. I don't know if this is like that tight of a golf course, but I think you got to position yourself, and he's one of the best in my book. Uh, then Sam Burns, who showed up pretty well on the Stat Engine, 27th for for that value. I thought that was pretty good. He was 13th last week. I think he kind of bombs it. So kind of the opposite of Zach Johnson, but. Whatever, he's still sub 7,000. Um, all leading way to two guys I think who can win. Not like top, top cream of the crop, but I got Billy Ho at 7,900. Really good. I mean, he's looking really strong and he plays pretty well in the playoffs. So he was 10th in the stat engine. Um, and then I think he's had success here before. And then my guy, I guess just to click above it at 8,000 is going to be Tyrell Hatton, who's, I mean, I got to think he's going to win sometime. So why not this week? Let's do it. Nice. So, if the stat engine proves me wrong, fuck it. But I went off of it. I like it. I thought it was <laughs> a new approach. For sure. And it was fast. Not tractor fast, but <laughs> <laughs> you can rip it out in 10 minutes. I know that much. Um, how about you, Paul? What do you got here? All right. Actually, I'm doing a bunch of toying around with it. I almost had um, Hughes and Bradley in my lineup, but I swapped them just before we went on here. So, no double ups there. But... I went with two dirt cheap guys, and I've I really like the value in the seven thousands this week. So I've got four guys in that range that all of them I think can win. So uh, six thousand, I'm going with uh, the buddy of Jack Nicholas, Bo Hogue. Right? Yeah. Wasn't there a Jack Nicholas yes, connection yeah. there? Yeah, yes, he's he a was. Ohio yeah. State guy. So I think he started the year off pretty good. Then he went through kind of a midseason slump, but he's made four straight cuts. So I feel like at the cheapest price, that's not bad value. Uh, 6,200. Um, one thing I mainly looked at building the lineup was kind of strokes gained on this golf course. And I just went back last 12 rounds because a lot of these guys, you know, if you go back five, six years, they wouldn't have had any rounds there in any way. So I'm going Brian Stewart, 6,200. He's 18th strokes gained 
TPC boss in the last 12 rounds. And as a uh, tractor likes to point out with his picks, he makes a lot of cuts. Ayo. <laughs> Um, 7,400, nothing. I think this is his first time on this course, but I think he's a guy ready to win. Uh, finished third last week. And in the spirit of the USAM, he's a former USAM champ. That's Doc Redman. Yep. Uh, 7,700. I'm going to go with the guy I wanted to pick last week, but he dropped out. That's Abe Answer. Um, no missed cuts since October. So 7,700, I feel like that's really good value. And in his notes, actually, under the news, uh, it says, Rob Bolton reporting he's expected to play this week after resting last week. So, what was wrong with him? He just, I think he just took the week off to rest, is what it sounded like. So, I think maybe some people might just assume he was hurt or something and might be off him this week. But, like I said last week, I think Abe's due to win here one of these one of these weeks too. Um, Seventy eight hundred, kind of going back to the well guy, I like to use a lot um, more value. I think thirteen stroke gain last twelve of this course, Gary Woodland. And then 7,900, I also have Billy Horschel. I just think he's one of those guys, once he once he's hot, he stays hot for a while. And he's, you know, should have won last week maybe. And, um, yeah, he actually, I look back right now, he actually does not have a lot of great success on this course other than he did, did have a T2 back in 2014, which kind of... But in the playoffs, though. Yeah, yeah. Playoffs. And actually, that's a reason I like him this week is, remember, this is my Palmanac mine going here. 2014 is the year he had a chance to win here at Boston. He laid the sod over a six iron on, on 18. 18 yeah. <laughs> and then he came back and won the next two weeks. So I feel yeah. like. So he went 2 1 1. And then yep. he basically had the thing wrapped up at Tour Championship. Is that he correct? Might, uh, I'm not positive, but. Do you remember how anti Yeah, and he didn't make that the Ryder Cup was. team because the team was already established before he went on that. Oh, that that's heater. right. I don't know, I think it's good karma after, you know, this past week. I feel like he should have won. I don't think he really he bogeyed 16, maybe he shouldn't have. Missed a couple putts on 17, 18, but I think that experience in 2014 shows that, you know, when he has a close call, he can come back and win the next week. So going back to Fonzie, no, Moose, I know you got to make your picks, but honestly, like I said, like, it doesn't sound like anybody really watched this week. Did, did it sound like he played great on Sunday, but did he? do anything on like 17 or 18 to like solidify this and cement it as Herman. Yeah. He hit it he, to like three or four feet on 17. Okay. And actually he stuffed it to 10 feet on 18 and missed it. Okay. So yeah, I was, I was at a uh, small little pool party with the kids. So I was tracking on my phone and popped up, you know, oh, two shots swing. Horschel is bogeyed 16. Herman birdied 17. So I was like, oh shit. So I had Horschel in a couple of my lineups and, yeah, uh, another Horschel, one done league, but Horschel was the uh, sixth most likely to win the tournament on the Fantasy National Simulator, and he didn't. And Herman was like tenth to last. Like the simulator <laughs> hated Herman. Like, yeah. I think it made it had him even making the cut fifteen percent of the time. Like, yeah, like just, my so my one good lineup I had last week. Um, all of a sudden, Horschel went from first to second. So I was like, God damn it, I'm going to lose, you know, a ton of money because of that. Like, I went down one spot. Like, nobody – the guy who won the pool I was in didn't even have Herman on his team, which I'm guessing that's pretty unheard of. For the guy oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like 3,400 people in this in this entry. So, it's I mean – Well, you know, and what's weird about that too is that like – and I didn't – it like when I was doing my research, in no way did Herman ever pop up for me. But I had five or six, not five or six, at least two or three guys tweet me on Sunday saying, hey, look at the outrage I hit on Herman. 
and they had like fifty dollars on a Herman at like two hundred to one. So they're like twenty thousand dollar tickets. They're cash. And it was like they're like gotta thank Fantasy National. I was like, I don't know where you're like where you're picking this up because. Also, how's fifty bucks at two hundred to one? I don't. I don't 000? know. I might be wrong. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you are. It's ten thousand. Well, I know. I know. Well, well, the math isn't exactly. Well, Moose but. is looking at. Anybody see that? Um, I saw a tweet yesterday from somebody at Golf Channel. It says Jim Herman now has as many PGA Tour wins over the past thirteen months as Rory McIlroy. That's hilarious. <laughs> Sounds <about> right. <laughs> two. So, but how many backdoor T sixes does he have? <laughs> Yeah, and how big is uh former Nike and TaylorMade contract worth? $7, Bob. <laughs> you got your squad, Moose? Yeah, I do have a squad here. I'm not finding those tweets here, but let me see what I no. just loaded up here. Um, again, I this is kind of the fun thing about Fantasy Nationals. You can put together lineups that could potentially lose a lot of money in less than five seconds, but you could also put together winners. So here's what I got. Um, for some reason, they're all sorted differently, so... I threw in a boho just because Paul talked me into him with his love and knowledge of his friendship with Jack Nicholas. So he made the team. Then we've got Henrik Norlander, who's uh, he's been pretty good. He's made at least five of his last five cuts. Couple uh, T15s in there. We've got Doc Redman, who's you know leading the. League and putting, I believe. Or is that Denny McCarthy? No, that's Denny McCarthy. <laughs> Sorry, Denny. Yeah, it was the, the car dealer. But Doc's, Doc's solid, dude. Um, been playing well. We got Russell Henley. Played well last week. Uh, Cameron Davis, who's also been pretty solid. He uh two top 20s in those last two starts. And then can you guys believe that Jason Day has four consecutive top 10s? I mean, I just can't believe he's played that many events. And I don't. Not I don't think you can positive yet. Yeah, or just quit. I I don't think you can. It, the statute of limitations is up on that, or however you want to yeah. say it. But he's yeah. He, he hasn't done any p word stuff this year. Yeah, yeah. He shows up. So so yeah. So that so that's where so we were able to spend up and get him at ninety three hundred bucks. So yeah, that, that's my lineup for now. I'm probably going to change it, but I put together a team I feel pretty good about so far. So it went down pretty low. Has one two. Three guys below sixty six hundred. Okay, give it. Uh, this is just another random question. You got me thinking with J Day and and everybody's hatred for him. But what odds? I mean, like, what odds do you give him to win another major? Do you think he wins another one? J Day? Yeah, yeah, I think he does. I think he does too. I think he's pretty well rounded. He can win any of the four, no doubt. Yeah, he definitely can. He can win a. I think he can win a PGA or the Masters over the Open or the. Um, just because it's too cold. <laughs> I just. Feel like the U.S. Open is such a different Two setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right with that. And yeah, then the like, Open. Has he ever played well in an Open? I guess I don't really remember, Paul. I don't remember him like being in the mix at an Open, but it could could be wrong. I will tell you in a second. Keep discuss amongst yourselves. Yeah. Well, with that, as we're finding this out, Paul, give us a little rundown for out one and done. Cool. <laughs> good, Paul. Paul, are we there? Hello. Oh, we get, we were on sorry, mute, I think. Sorry, I was on mute. Was, I asked like three questions and you just ignored it. I'm like, what the hell is this problem? <laughs> what were the questions you recall? I was asking who he was talking about that we're trying to find whether he's in contention for an open or not. Jason oh, Day. T4 in 2015. At, uh, I was going to say at Chambers, I want to say he was. 
No, no, uh, uh, oh, British Open. Open. The oh, Open. British Open. Yeah. And he took a, he took second. At St. Andrews. He, and he yeah. took second and tied for second in the U.S. Open in 11 and 13. I'm pretty sure Day had a chance to get what would have been into the playoff on 18 at the Open at St. Andrews, and he left it, left it like 30, 40 footer short. That's what I remember. Oh, the one with Spieth? Yeah. Or, sorry. In 15? Uh, 15? Yeah, he was, was four, four, but he's only one shot back because three guys were in the playoff. Yeah, so. Yeah, he missed. A, he had like a thirty footer on eighteen. I want to say. Who else was in the playoff? Leishman and Leishman, Zach Johnson, and Louis Usti. Yeah. So Usti won at St Andrews, and then and he was in a yeah, playoff at St Andrews. Yep. Got to remember that. Yep. But no, uh, sorry. Now that my mic is back, uh, Rhino had the best finish. Webb Simpson T three, which I couldn't believe somebody had Webb left, but they did. So three hundred twelve thousand four hundred dollars for Rhino last week. Moose Paul Casey T thirty one thirty seven thousand four forty. Um, I had Billy, sorry, Billy, um, Jordan Spieth. Original pick was Abe Answer. Once he withdrew, I switched to Spieth. Just on a whim. Didn't work out, but did make what I think is now my 13th straight made cut, but I'm still in last, so. And then Tractor picked Justin Rose after he hit the ball like dog crap at the PGA and made everything, and he must have kept hitting the ball like dog crap and missed the cut, so. Uh, standings moose is still way ahead 4.64 million rhino in second uh just shy of 2.6 million tractor just a hair over 2 million and i am at 1.52 million so for i think the however long we've been doing this so number of weeks i get the first pick again this week so here's here's what i'm thinking that we need to do on this one and done and nassau is that we should just run this through calendar year 2020 Sure. Sure. So, like, the last event would be the hero, probably. Okay. For this weird year. We might not have it. Well, we won't have enough people left for the hero because there's only, like, 18 people in the field. So, like, the odds of you having somebody. Well, I guess you better start saving, guys. (laughs) That might be my only chance to get out of last is you guys use all your players. I'm going to save Tiger for the hero. Hero's probably a bad... Okay, bad last. Well, so, you know, okay, the the, the tournament before the hero. Hero doesn't count. Uh, Masters? It might be the Masters. I don't know yet. But it was just. That was my thought, was just to run it through the. Yeah, Masters. The through masters. the calendar. Because then we just start fresh for 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't want two Masters picks in the same season. Right, right. right. Um, oh, hey, Jordan, real quick. Back to a, Jason Day. Hasn't done anything dumb lately. Yeah. Oh, I had him on the event. He WD. So. <laughs> well, uh, when was that? Uh, that was at the Arnold Palmer. That was like pre COVID. The world was a different place. Right when it, yeah, it, it was all right to fake sickness back then. Do you remember when we got when the four of us went to Florida? God, we were on, we were oh on my a God. plane and we went to a restaurant. We went to oh, a, very, an interesting a very packed. Uh, <laughs> we were in uh, my grandma's house. God, it feels like that was like seven years ago. I know, right? Oh boy! All right, oh. Paul, make your pick. All right, I should have switched to this guy last week. But I didn't because he was a Nassau pick, so I technically couldn't, I guess. And he was my other one-and-done pick for other league, and I made a decision that I wasn't going to double up. But um, he was in my 43K lineup. I'm going with Billy Ho this week. I just feel really good about him. Like I said, I think he's one of those guys, once he's hot, he stays hot. So, Billy Horschel. I'm next. I'm taking Colin Morikawa. I'm uh I'm going back to Rob Bolton, and he's the only guy in the top five I haven't taken yet. So I'm going to call him Morikawa. Right, you know you're two weeks too late, right? He just won. Yeah, he's gonna get. He guy's good. He's only missed one cut. 
in his career. So odds are, hope I probably make the cut this week. I just wanted you to think. Now you've not had a top ten so since it's been a while. The Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, it hasn't been fun. Pre-COVID like, was way more fun than post-COVID, just like real life. Do I have back-to-back top fives? Do we have back-to-back top fives? No, fans? you had JT. You had Burger T2, oh, right. JT, T37, Web T3. So Okay, all right. But let's keep the train going. As much as you love Billy Ho, and I do too, I think that's a good pick. Um, I'm going with my guy, Terrell Hutton. Just another Englishman. Have you used fucking, him like seven times already? I this don't year believe so. Time? That's just another Englishman. <laughs> Who can really let me down? Uh, I don't know. According to Rob Bolton, he's played. <laughs> <laughs> I would have saved. I would have saved Goat for the hero if I had known we we're. That's well. That, didn't you hear what I said? I said that's who I'm going to save. <laughs> oh, I suppose I'll take Tiger there. Yeah. Terrell well, Hutton. We we can we can discuss the other thing. And actually, I don't even know if I can make NASA run through the end of the year. So we'll have to figure. I think out the Masters is probably too. a good. We do have to uh, figure out too in two weeks, like. Tour championship, like for one and done, it's if we're gonna just like do it or we figure out what they who would have won and what because, like, we'll just skip that. Week. The other part okay. is we also need to solidify, like, what are we gonna do? What does the winner get? What does the winner, what does the loser have to do? I don't know. That's a great question. We've been talking about this and we never really. We can. I think it's going like, to be like so, so far after the fact. Yeah. Once we know who the loser is, we all agree. Yeah. What the loser has to do, and the loser just has to do it. Because like one and done, Moose, with no double monies or anything like that, you're gonna win, right? I mean, you've got two wins. None of us have really anything. Somebody so would have to win. Yeah, two it's, million it's up. Really, I mean, it's really not about the winner. Like I'll brag about it. That's I, my wins. I, I think it's more about the loser. Yeah. What is the loser? Because all three of us could easily lose. That's that's where it gets more interesting. Not, and I could still too. I mean, shit. No, you're not. Gonna you, lose. You, no, you can't finish in last place with well, two, lose, two wins. Not lose, fine. but I mean, like, I could not finish. Yeah, place. somebody could win. Correct. Um. So speaking of, who's your uh, your guy this week? Um, my guy this week. I thought I'd taken Rory already, but it doesn't look like I have. I'll go with Rory. He's he's gonna be motivated to get one more win than Jim Herman in the last thirteen months. Yeah, well, Corona really here. screwed him. Man, God, he was playing well. He's won here twice. Yes, he, he's currently listed in sentences with Jim Herman. You'd think that that <laughs> yeah, might. I really thought that his... nine iron at, in the playoff at Seminole is going to propel Rory to bigger <laughs> and better things. <laughs> yeah, well, you mean that extra hole? Yeah. You know what though? You guys can poo poo it all you want. That was awesome. <laughs> what was it like? Ninety-one days without anything even it close was. to sports. It was like the golfing world just salivating over it. I'll. Uh, I'll... I'll accept that as a good answer there. I mean, does golf feel normal now? Like watching on TV? I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm actually totally cool. Like a normal tour event, it, it, it is what it is. Like a major didn't feel like a major, but a normal no. tour event feels like a, a normal tour event. I'll give you that. I, well, I thought, I thought watching, because I tried to watch this weekend and I was sitting there going like, what was the difference between last week and this week? Cause this week we still had a really good leaderboard. It was fairly tight. There was a couple guys that could win coming down the stretch. And I also didn't have any lineups or anything, like, going in my favor. So, it was very hard for me to give a shit. But, like, I was trying to figure out, like, what is it? Like, is it the music that they play behind or, like, the like the commentary? Like, what made it feel like a major last week more so than this week? I think, anybody else feel I think like the that? real test yeah. will be the Masters. Like, is yeah. that – what does that feel like? Yeah. I mean, Amen Corner is just going to be eerie. 
Like it'll just be weird, especially like the yeah. early morning coverage, right? If you're like one of the first groups off, everybody goes yes. off one of the masters. Well, all the bird noises are already fake, so just throw some <laughs> fake crowd noise, and it won't make a difference. Well, yeah, yes, and they are not fake tractor. That's false, isn't it? Please, no. Tell the me. bird noises on TV, yeah, those are yeah, fake. they're fake. Yeah. yeah, they're all piped in, baby. There's speakers up in the trees. Well, that sucks. How do you not know these things? I don't. I don't like. I like look at the real information. I don't care about. What they're doing on the <laughs> peripheral. That's not a stat line. There's not a, there's not a, tr- there's not like a bird on that entire property, but you listen to the coverage and it's like you're in the fucking Tweety Bird Village. Oh man, but there's nothing. I do it. actually remember. There is nothing better yes. than April Masters. I know, getting you ready for the year. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's two exactly. Masters in like five months. Especially up here where yeah. we're all itching to play golf. We're so Exactly. Up. And courses are just starting to open up and country so, clubs are just starting to open up and. As for Good as for Amon Corner, though, I mean, like hole twelve is when they're the furthest away from the the crowd to begin with. So typically, when they're there, it's I mean, you still hear them, but you never see them or anything. When they're are you saying on twelve at Augusta, there's no fans to be seen? Uh, when they're on the green, they're the furthest well, the f- away. When when the guys are in the green, that the fans are the furthest away from yeah from the players that they are on the entire property. Yeah. Sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be apologizing to Augusta next week. I'm fucking correct on this one. <laughs> Fair enough. Who's your so, pick, Moose? Yeah, I already picked him. Didn't you took I? Rory. I picked Rory. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So recap: top to bottom: Moose, Rory McIlroy, Rhino, Terrell Hatton, Tractor, Colin Morikawa, and Paul Billy Horschel. So those four are off the board for our next game, Fantasy NASA. Um, again, uh, front back total of all four rounds, so twelve points available each week. Any tied nine counts as a zero. Uh, we rotate partners every week. Keep a running tally of our points. Uh, no halves at all last weekend. And Moose and I finally took down Rhino. First loss. Oh, mostly, COVID. mostly my All because, because Tracker I gotta make the cut. took Brooks Kepka. It was an ass whooping finally. So we won. Kiz tried to make Kiz it. Kiz was on fire Kiz on played Friday. Well. He had some good so, What's good also nine. crazy is all three of your guys were in the Finished, I think, top five, right? Yeah, well, Moose and I had Reed and Horschel. Reed was like T17, I want to say. And so, like, yeah. Horschel was second, and then you guys T17. had Kepka and Kismer finished T3. Yeah. But so, Moose and I won 10 to 2, which really uh, kind of narrowed well, the standings down a little bit. So, yeah, we, mean, were both, we were both in third and fourth, so could have gone one way or the other. So, I mean, if Rhino and I can go 10 2 this week, I mean, that just. Yeah, so. That puts, a, that puts Rhino and Tractor tied for the lead, right? So, yeah, so recapping the standings, Tractor's still in first with 108. Rhino is in second with 100. I am in third with 96, and Moose is in last with 86. So only 18 points from bottom to first. That's two weeks. But I am partners with Tractor, so I cannot take the lead, but I can move into second this week. Let's make that happen. And Rhino can take the lead this week. So let's not Ooh, let that Flip it, Moose. Okay. You see here, I got an actual T this week. It's us, Rhino. We get the first pick. Let me just get this out of the way. Do it. Justin Aaron Thomas. Shocker. And I have no idea if his middle name's Aaron. <laughs> Complete guess. <laughs> he does look like an Aaron, doesn't he? But more than a Fonzie, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not an E Aaron, an AA Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. We're, we're on the same page. He's won here. Paul, you want to go or you want me to go? Um, okay, do you want to go? I'll go. 
Okay. Taking Webb Simpson. Ooh. Yeah, I like I like that. I mean, he's kind of getting to that level where you got to take him every week. Correct. He won here the last time I was here, I believe. Okay. No, I think he did in 2018. No. I'm 2011. Sure. So he's won here a couple times. Well, you think they would have told him before that. Converted yet another podium finish at Sedgefield. Last week's T3 is his fourth straight and fifth overall. The former winner at TPC Boston 2011 opens as the three seed this week. Even though he's listed as number five. Way to go, Bolton. <laughs> um. So, Rhino, how, how do you, we're going to table talk this out. Sure. This is big for you, but how do you feel about John Rahm? The simulator has that's what, number that's one. That's why I has number two. Okay, perfect. That yep. settles it. Yep. Number one uh, in the simulator. So I got a lot to work Rahm. with here. <laughs> I feel like Rahm, yeah, you guys. What's funny is you guys took Rom Thomas at workday. Yeah. And how did that work out for us? Uh, you guys won 10 to 1, so. Okay, good. Oh, weird. We had Kepka that week, too. <laughs> I can't remember. I think I took him because. He's got to have a Kepka, big week. Kepka Wolf. Can't imagine. Can't believe that didn't work out for us. Oh, Tractor. Wolf signed the simulator, I think, this week. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not taking him. Well, Jim Herman's still on the board, too. I mean, there's Bryson, DJ, Xander, J-Day, Tiger. Ooh. She knows Bryson the one year the last time it was here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Bolton knows his stuff. <laughs> Did you like him, Tractor? Yeah, I like Bryson. I mean, how can you not? He's so good right now. I mean, I like Bryson so much more than Tiger. Yeah, I, I do like your philosophy of last the last time we took him, too. He's going to make a ton of birdies, probably. Yeah. I think Moose said driving accuracy is not that important here. Apparently not. So, should we do it? It's your pick, and I say yes. I didn't asking you if you say it wasn't important. You just said that you have higher driving accuracy percentage here than at your typical Gotcha. So, if you're fine with it, let's uh, let's not overthink it. We'll take the top, like a second top guy in the field, price-wise. Yeah. All right, yeah. so Bryson Webb versus Rom Thomas. Love it. Okay, so let's get into some U.S. Amateur stuff. I want to hear more about this. I didn't get a chance to watch this much. So. Lots of just, controversial stuff, which always happens with USGA events, doesn't it? Why is that? I think it's more the match play, too, like as part of it, it's, maybe. Yeah, okay. so mono a mono. And it wasn't anything the USGA did. It wasn't like, you know. It looked like the course was set up really fair. Yeah. And it, man, did that yeah. show well on TV. But no, the first one was the, the second round of match play, I believe. Is this right? the caddy game? The caddy one, yeah. Where two guys were tied going to 18 and the one player's caddy went into the bunker and literally like started brushing the sand with his hand to feel if it was firm or not. Isn't it a penalty just for a caddy to even enter the bunker? No, he can, no, go in he there. can do that. So was he just feeling the sand or was he feeling the sand right behind the ball? No, he was no, back was, away. You can't yeah. touch the sand anywhere in the bunker. Right. Oh, okay, but he wasn't like I No, I it wasn't like was right like, behind the ball. Like no, he like took a yeah. he took a couple steps in and like knelt down. And, okay, and, I and then he, tell, and I then he tried to lie him. about it later. Yeah, but the weird important. thing about it is they asked him, Did you did you touch the sand? And he goes, No. <laughs> and it was blatantly obvious. Like the <laughs> cameras caught him. And, the camera and there's was. and there's like a huge swipe marks. <laughs> yeah, and the, I think the rules officials are like, Well, I see a handprint. <laughs> And then, then, the, then the next day it was like, oh, the caddy didn't know the rules. I'm like, well, if he didn't know the rules, then why did he say he didn't touch the sand? It made he was well, trying to back out. I mean, he just knew oh, he fucked yeah. up. I mean, so I was texting. Though, like, if you don't know the rules and anybody asks you any question in golf, you're like, oh, well, did you touch that leaf? No, I didn't touch that leaf. Why? Is that bad? What? 
Yeah, yeah. clearly touched the leaf, but no. I suppose, uh, like, they but, wouldn't ask you, did you touch the sand if it was, like... those. But those caddies out there, okay, like, so that. he's a he's a course caddy. Yeah. And they're, like, I mean, those guys know their stuff. So, it was, I don't know, I was texting with the guy I had out there, like, a couple months ago. The guy who was giving you bunker lessons? <laughs> yeah. Did he feel the sand before he hit bunker shots? Yeah. Well, what I was shocked by, I think my favorite part of that bunker... It was like the look the firmest of any bunker there I've ever seen. I was like, why could I got one of those bunkers? I got every bunker like Gupta or Gopta got, and he couldn't hit it out because it's just pure powder. I mean, so but so the guy, uh, the caddy I had, Mike Lynch. Um, so I was texting with him, and I was like, man, yeah, it sucks for him. Or oh, what he said. Hold on. I go first. I go was hit a local guy that just lost a match for his player. And he goes, and ah, I'm here. It's a player's friend. I'm like, well, that's going to be an awkward ride home. <laughs> and then, then he go, I go, TV's now saying it's a local caddy. And he goes, I guess he is. I've never heard of him. He won't last long in the shack. You know, and I was like, well, that sucks for him. Never want a caddy to affect the outcome negatively. And then I sent him that Twitter, that tweet from uh, the guy from Golf Channel who was talking about the reefer and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was just a random guy. He's like, I was out there two weeks ago. That caddy loved the reefer. <laughs> yeah, but like all caddies love the reefer. Like right. that's caddy life. Everyone likes reefer. And like, but he, then like later, so he's like, which is weird, but he was like a really, really good caddy. I'm like, well, you could have led with that. Um, and then so the guy's like, yeah, this is awful. And the next day I'm like, or I was, I was like, man, this just sucks for this guy. And he goes, yeah, the comments on the loopers are just getting out of hand out here. And like the next day I was like, man, just a brain fart. Sure, it feels like shit. And he goes, I'm shocked, angry, and embarrassed for our caddy program right now. Okay. So I thought well, that was a, a couple, uh, couple no, of things. I, I, a couple I things. I disagree with that because it's like I saw stuff today. I was like, oh, you know, must have a lack of training out there with the caddies if he didn't know that. You know, it's like. <laughs> who who would say that? What? I'm not saying. Th- that it's, it's a Twitter, lack so of training not. with the caddies. Because exactly the point is when you're a looper out of Bannon, you know those courses like the back of your hand. Yeah, you gotta you, be. You're not. Good. You're not there to know the rules of golf yeah. necessarily. You're supposed to tell a fucking 24 handicap that has three around. foot or breaks a couple yeah. of feet. I mean, like that's yeah, not their job. Yeah. Well, you're, 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 there to, you're there to tell a six handicap that he needs to hit a six iron 150 yards, right, to a 200 yard pin. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dumb thing is, it's like even if he was, I mean, trying to get an advantage or something, what are you going to tell the player? Yeah, that this bunker feels firm. No, they did. Right. So do you remember? So okay. So in the li- in the coverage of it, right? So the other caddy was the guy who wants dad, right? Yeah, wins win it all, and he runs over because he saw it, and he's yelling. He's like, and he goes, he goes. The worst part is you guys talked about it too. So apparently the caddy told him like oh. it's firmer. It, okay, sure. So there's some of that too. It was like, you told yeah, was- him. You you guys even talked about it. Well, the other part is okay. So. I, I could be wrong in this, but this is like one of the, the moments that I tuned in for. Uh, the player who ended up losing because of his caddy, he washed at that hole or he hit in the, he hit in the hazard. So he was, he had to either hold the shot or get up and down for that bunker. To he was lying three on a par five. So it, I, yeah. Okay. So guessing he, something really good would have so, happened for him to win it. Right. 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 So it's not like he was in a position to win necessarily. No, up and down probably, total defense. Probably mode. pushes a yeah. playoff maybe. Yeah. And what was the gentleman's name that won? He was the guy that was playing Gupta, right? You're on the wrong. Yeah, yeah. Gupta comes next. This was uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, he won it. Though. He won overall. Tyler Strafacci. Yeah. Yeah, but he played Gupta though. That. Yeah, but we're Didn't not he? to the Gupta story. That was yet. a different. Yeah. 
Oh no! Oh no! Oh yeah! 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 So the guy that did so the guy that did the bunker thing that wasn't gooped up. No, that was but random. Rachi or What's whatever weird his name is, is yeah, played against s- the guy that was yeah. the fing- that was fingering the caddy or fingering <laughs> the, the, the bunker. The reason I it was tell Paul it was, a local was caddy does Paul trying to sit in bunkers now so he gets balls tickled. Yeah. <laughs> the reason you could oh. tell right away that it was a local caddy, not a buddy, is like once right after this happened, you could tell the player wanted like nothing. To, like the caddy, like I think, tried to say something to him. Oh yeah, they were. There was no. And the player was just like wanted nothing to do with it. And then I give the kid credit. Like the next day, he kind of you know he posted the Instagram like, "Hey, we all make mistakes. So and so is a good good caddy and good friend." And but I'm sure inside he's like, "What well, could have been?" Yeah. 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 But yeah, then you got Guptas in the next later matches, standing around. Yeah, Kisner lit him up on Twitter. I, I saw that. that. that how, did, how, did, how did Kisner get involved in this? He was watching. Because Twitter, well, Kisner gets involved in a lot of stuff on Twitter. Yeah. So this Gupta was like kind of, I didn't see any of it, but I saw the clip of he was literally like standing like 10 feet directly behind, behind him. Yeah. Him while yeah. he was lining up his putt and he kind of almost like backed it. Strafacci almost like backed into him and he kind of like waved like hey he like, waved him he said get out of over here. like a couple times and Kisner sent a tweet out something about can't imagine I'd ever cheer for a Georgia Tech kid but after that nonsense Gupta pulled you know I hope he does some or something and yeah. well then it, Gupta fired back he's like ever like had sent another one like yeah don't disrespect my character it was an honest mistake or something no it wasn't like he's like I wasn't even in the way da 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 we didn't say about a mistake it was like. Wish I could find the tweet. Like, like I know the rules, and I was like, I wasn't everywhere near it. And then Kisner's like, "You knew exactly what you were doing." Well, but yeah, the he thing said, is that yeah, "There's he nothing said. in the rules that say that you can't stand behind your competitor putting." Like, there's nothing wrong with. But it. he was basically crowding up as well. Yeah, know, he was, trying to get. He was 15 feet back. He was just on he the was same line. 10 feet back. It was pretty bad. Well, he wasn't. No, I mean, like from the tweet I saw. I just saw you, the tweet. Yeah, I but watch it's cover. not the, the moose. It wasn't the eleventh hole of the tournament. It was the yeah. last hole. It was for all the marbles. Wasn't so, the last so, hole. so the issue. So the was issue. It? That it was, was the last hole. So wasn't the, it? it was getting there. It was like so. The issue was that he was too close to him. Not that he was directly on the line. I thought it was just, it was just like kind he of wanted him. I thought it's like he just didn't want him standing right behind the line to see exactly how the putt moved. It was probably both. He's just I mean, he's like, crowding him is what he was doing. Because, like, like, when I'm doing it, like, if I'm playing against you guys, and clearly I'm not playing for a U.S. amateur, but, like, I always stand, like, directly behind, but then, like, one to two paces over, where you're at least yeah. basically on the same line. You're going to be able to say the same thing, but you're not, like, directly in yeah, line. Where you can like Phil Mickelson and Chris see. DeMarco at the Masters. Yeah. yeah. But so you can kind of peek in and see the view, but you're not right behind him. That's just an etiquette play. Yeah, exactly. Like, and as soon as the puck gets hit, you can go like take that two steps over and watch it. You know, yeah. for the rest of the way. Yeah, tractor. He didn't say that he like wasn't. He just he said I made an honest mistake that ultimately had no meaning. But let's be clear, there was no stunt pulled. Don't appreciate attack on my character when you're watching on your couch at home. And it's like <laughs> kind of funny because I'm like, well, actually, Kisner was finishing tied for third in a PGA Tour event. Well, yeah. I thought Kisner shot back at that, basically saying like, you he did. To, he, you want to get Kisner, to the I thought level? Kisner's fun. response was great. Yeah. He didn't, well, like go after me. Just said he's like, he said, hey, better get used to it if you're going to play this game for a living. You know what you were doing. Learn from it and be better. Just yeah. basically like I don't buy your you know. But but Gupta's thing wasn't to Kisner, correct? Or was yeah, it? Was. Yeah. His You're, thing about that I don't appreciate from your couch, like did, yeah. like, did no, that I think, have I think he was saying it out to like everyone, like a, just yeah. And I think, and then I think Kisner. I don't think he said it to Kisner. No, I think Kisner. Oh, I think he right. just said that, yeah. and then and then Kisner jumped in. 
Kisner replied again. Okay, I thought it was a reply to Kisner's. I, I don't know, but when I saw that, I was like, yeah, it looks worse, but it was like he wasn't like, he wasn't pulling a, um, what's the guy's name that got into it with Kepka this year at Hazeltine? Oh, yeah, Polk. Chief. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Polk. That's it, Jesse Polk. Good guy. Former Hazeltine member. That was pretty funny. Had, had an issue with, uh, was it the U.S. Open qualifiers this year? The decks are canceled. Yep. And then Kepka's like, sorry, Chief. <laughs> I don't remember more than that, but I just remember, sorry, Chief. Life's not fair, Chief. That's what it was. Which is actually very politically incorrect nowadays. But, uh, but watching uh, Goop, remember then later there, Paul, when Goop the couldn't get out of that, uh, bunker? Yeah, they weren't even close. It was just like, that was, that's how I felt in every bunker out there, where it's just, there's so much sand. It is. Yeah, just I thought like, it was. It looked like it was so firm that he couldn't get like. Oh, well, it was firm. He could have clipped it. I mean, it's just all sand. It's just. Close. He didn't. He didn't bring both sets of wedges. Well, he's right? trying to hit an iron out, but tractor and his like dual bounce. You need to bring high bounce wedges out there to play in that sand. But no, it was a. I caught the second eighteen of the championship match, but you know it was a great. Well, shit. The Osborne had match. him had him uh, down five at one point, man. And then I thought for sure Stefacci was going to blow it at the end. I mean, the wheels kind of fell off for 16-17. Yeah, that was for him to man up and hit that shot on 18 after he had just totally butchered 16 and like 17. He, what, he kind of almost basically chunked yeah, didn't, it. Didn't right. he tell uh, Bones, they said like, he just said, that's I'll remember that shot for the rest of my life. So I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, that was sick. And I think on 17, they, I think they said he's he marks his ball with a smiley face. And so they're looking for his ball. He's like, there's a smiley face, and there might be two of them on there after that last shot, or something like that. <laughs> or maybe it's after the bunker. Maybe it's after the bunker shot that he played it on. That's funny. Yeah, I don't, George. I mean, you guys haven't been out there, so what do you guys think of it on TV? It, it plays well. It's uh, it's West Coast potential prime time. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how. I mean, man, talk about a perfect venue for any kind of COVID major. But yeah, it it looks awesome. I I can't wait to get there. I, I got to get there sooner than later, but uh, Richard not twenty twenty one tractor. So like some of the holes, like sixteen. That's what three forty, three fifty for those cats. Oh, yeah. Like I'm assuming that it's very approachable for the common folk. Ah, uh, like, we like played eighty two ninety. I'd have to go get the card, but I think we played it at like. Oh, uh, it was I. Th- I mean, I hit I hit hybrid or three wood like just on. The guys I was playing with were hitting hybrids and four irons over. Okay. I mean, that wind, like the wind we had was downwind. So, I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to tell you because it's always blowing so hard, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's when they're like, hey, they're hitting the irons 330 yards. I'm like, well, it's probably blowing 35, 40. It's, it's slightly downhill and it's hard as a rock. Yeah. Like in the fairways. So, I don't know. But, yeah. No, that hole there was super cool. Like, some of those tee balls you saw hit. Um, like the one Osborne just stood up and piped into the fog. I was like, I know exactly where that ball is. I'm like, that is a ballsy shot right there. But uh, for the record, actually, Tractor, he was, Gupta was replying to Kisner with that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a ballsy, uh, a ballsy comment anyway. to tell to Kisner. It seemed more to me like he was talking about, like, to all the Yeah, it's just, just everybody in general. Yeah. Like, why are you all picking on a 21 year? Yeah. Because you're a douche. Uh, but no, yeah, the course is cool on. Yeah, I'm really glad I was out there because, like, I feel like when it was sunny out, um, some of the earlier coverages, like, it's pretty baked right now. It was hard to kind of tell the definitions of some of, like, the fairways from the TV. So, I was kind of like, oh, I know where these are and, like, 
also got to see a lot of spots like, oh, so the good guys are there and not 30 yards over by that gorse bush. <laughs> yeah, like one of our buddies, he's like, this fog is awesome. I'm like, no, no it sucks. I, I don't know. Like, even the players, like Strapachi's tee shot on that one par four, you and his dad are both pointing right. Yeah. A- and it ends up eight feet. Yeah. On a par four, it's like okay. I heard one too. They hit hit a. I don't know what they. I don't know what hole it was, but in the fog, yeah, and they're listened. like, "Well, we heard it land." Yeah, <laughs> heard it land on the green. No, oh, thank you. That's that's. But yeah, pretty crazy for Bandon in the afternoon to finish with like no wind at all. I mean, that's great. That's I've yeah, it seemed like a whole day because I think they said there was what 20, 25 birdies and an eagle or something between the two. Yeah, well, there's that's, like I mean again, so like uh. Bandon Dunes, Pack Dunes, Sheep Ranch. Well, everything but Bandon Trails, even Bandon Trails to an extent. The wind's the greatest defense of golf courses, yeah. hands down. Sure. Because, again, like when there was no wind, it was like, this is actually really fun. I can score. And then when the wind picked up, it was just, so we're getting drunk, right? Because this is hard. <laughs> so so do you guys think that they, they'll like host a U.S. Open here then? or I don't uh, know if that's I their intent. Think, no. I think they love amateur tournaments there. Yeah. And I is like literally though like for spectators there's nothing around it right no so, I mean it would be you wouldn't be able to get people no and I'm also thinking about it too I'm thinking how the courses are set up they've used a lot of the real estate and the real estate they're just not using is like a lot of protected lands and like off the edge of a cliff I don't know it'd probably be a lot like um, Aaron Hills where you just can't put a lot of people. You know, in the spots you can are kind of dangerous. So, do you think that they're just doing this to, like, get the eyeballs on it for this weekend? Because, like, I looked at it, I was like, yep, need to get there. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, it's not, for some of these courses, like, it's, that's a big feat to host a U.S. Amateur. They know they're not going to get a U.S. Open or something. I mean, it's. Well, yeah, for some courses, but not for a course that's got, like, national name recognition for Bandon Dunes, like, Bandon Dunes, you know? I mean, global global name recognition. I mean, for most courses, if the USGA comes knocking and says, hey, we want want to host a U.S. amateur there, they're going to say yes. I got to assume, like, internationally, though, if you live in Dublin and you catch some of it on on the tube, you're like, I'd go check that out. On the telly. You know, yeah, on the telly, sure. Like, if you're fucking English. Like, yeah, yeah, if I'm going to America, I want to go there. Or maybe not because it's like the closest thing to what they have. And maybe they want to go Parkland and go to Chicago or something. I don't know. But it it's so cool on TV. Tractor, I'm jelly. Very jelly of you. Well, if you really want to be We got to get back. Uh, Our buddy went out with us. Uh, Standa is going back in two weeks. Oh, okay. Oh, really? He's doing the double dip. Yeah, they had a – I guess the Olympic guys had a trip and one of the guys had to back out, so he took the spot. And I'm like, I hate you. Did you guys see the Instagram of the woman who made the hole-in-one yeah, with the putter? Yep. And that, that was cool. a sheep ranch, right? Yeah, that's a cool hole. So, if I remember right – so, do you guys remember when Tony Finau was out there, like, right, kind of before it opened, doing some stuff? Yeah. And he hits, it's, uh, hits the ball, like, the oceans on his left side have to, like, cover, like, the cliff side. So, that T is, like, a – not really a marked tee, and that's just behind that green. Mm. But yeah, that's a cool hole. But yeah, the AM's fun. I mean, that's just a grind. I mean, how actually, yeah. Paul, you might know this. I know you're not a big AM golf guy, <laughs> but maybe. How many yeah. final matches in AM history do you think have gone to the 36th hole or longer? It, I just honestly, feel like I it can't be. Honestly, I, mean. I think like a couple of t- one of Tigers. Tiger for extra. sure. The one against Steve Scott, Steve Scott. extra. I think his second one against Buddy Marucci went the distance. And, God, even the one against 
at Sawgrass against Tripkini might have. And the and the one from the greatest game? No, that's not even. That's a US Open. God damn it. Sorry, greatest game. <laughs> now you're game. pissing off frickin' the relatives of and Sorry, Francis, Disney. Sorry, we met. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but, Jesus. No, I will say this though, like you watch that and just I mean, we've all played match play, not to this extent, obviously, but like just the weird shit happens in match play and like somebody can get lucky. I mean, how big of a testament is it to Tiger that he won three U.S. junior amateurs and three U.S. AMs? It's insane. Like, to not lose. Like, <laughs> or to not. 18 yeah. matches in both of them. And also just to not leave early to try to go pro. Well, he did go one year. To early. do what? Like, leave early, try to leave earlier to go pro. You know. Oh. Well, he hadn't finished nursing, so. <laughs> okay, so Tigers, he won two up, two up, 38 holes. So we. Because all, yeah, so all of them one, went to 18 or extras. Yeah, one 18, one 18, and then one extras. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So he's one up going to 18 in his first two and won the 18th hole. And then, yeah, Steve Scott, that one wow. went. Were they oh, – so I know Steve Scott was up huge, right? I think he was up five or six. And I think Keeney was up like five or six, right? At, I think, yeah, a couple – two of Tigers where he was down big. Yeah. Like that's such a product of uh, the Great Depression to the 36-hole final, I think. Like what? Just the depression? No, like the Great Depression, like when nobody had shit to do. Like even though it probably started way before, but they're like, "What else are we gonna do? Let's have the final match take thirty six holes, so we can go drink all day, right?" But Tractor, if I look at this, like after Tigers, it's crazy. Actually, you'd think over like thirty six holes, you'd see a lot of lopsided ones, yeah. maybe. Just but after Tiger, it was two and one, two and one. Then there was a nine and eight. But thirty nine holes, one up, two and one, thirty seven holes, two up. Like, don't you think that battles. maybe it, it becomes you get that it's such a long week, even though these are youngsters, other than Buddy Marucci. But like, for the most part, most of these kids are college kids, and it's such a like emotional roller coaster of thirty six holes every day of match play. And so even when you're four up early, you still just like okay, I got I got to catch my run, right? I got to go play, you know, the next yeah. seven holes, four under. And then all of a sudden, I get that all yeah. back, and then some, right? I mean, well, it happens. Gotta be, and, yeah, and then the guy's like, "Oh my too, god, like, I can't believe I lost yeah. the last four and makes a couple bogeys and yeah. ebbs and flows." It's got to be even harder too when you get, let's see, you get up four or five through eleven or twelve. Yeah, and you're thinking like, "Oh, like you know, I'm in great shape," but I mean, you're like, "I got all of a sudden lose a round and a half." Like, oh, geez, I'm only two up when we have twenty five holes left. Right, right, right. <clears throat> yeah, thirty six holes a grind. I've I've never played a thirty six hole. Hatch, have you? No, I can't. Man. It's not something you could easily prepare for. That's for yeah, sure. Me and Shooter just needed 18 more holes on Saturday. We <laughs> oh, back. That was um, – I played a, a very good round of golf for myself. I shot 76, and I lost my playing partner by eight. And you missed a foot and a half putt for – I missed – For, and a, I missed, for another 96. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and $20 and two – or $60 yeah, and uh, two club. Which hole did you miss? A one and a half foot putt on seventeen. Four, and then I oh, missed what? a two foot putt, and then I missed a two foot putt the hole before. I could have been three under through four. The one on three was like four to five feet. Your comebacker was longer for par. Oh, for sure. Well, so that's that's what happened is that I gave a really aggressive putt on my first putt on three, and like I smashed it. And I left myself like six feet coming back. I made that, but my next one, I was like, well, I just hammered that last one. But it was sliding left to right. It's, you know, four. It was like cut halfway up the hill there. And I kind of babied it. And it was 
breaking left to right, and I just didn't hit it hard enough, so it left went below. You know, it's like it was a stupid like it was a putt that you should never have missed. What's funny but is like it was like tied it, to that hole before though, where, where I just like hammer jacked a short one. But it shows like the emotional side of like roll them like. Even, like, when you missed it, it's like, okay, if that was, like, for par or even, like, probably a normal birdie. Oh, yeah. But it's for, like, an ombi with twos or whatever. So, it's okay. You get a hole out your two or whatever. Then you miss. You kind of feel bad that you didn't give it to him. But then then you guys end up drumming us. So, it's like, okay, now I don't feel bad anymore. You know, I I will say, though, like, that was, like... It got to the point where it's like you guys were rolling us, and it was like, like, the... Like, if we were playing the game, we should have rolled you back. But it was just like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know I mean? we it's were like usually rolling on shot holes, point. but then you guys would, like, gut them down the middle on shot holes, and we would be terrible. And it's like, okay. Yeah, or then, and then what was it, was it 15, where, like, you guys were just in position the entire time, and then we both dropped, like, 25 to 30 footers for birdie on top of you, like. No. Was that well, 15? No, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I had a shot, and I, I think I made my par. Yeah. Then, I think Shooter had the Neary. And yeah, you guys both made like thirty footers. Like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's it, Marty's got a good gig riding that horse. Yeah, I, I was messing with him. I said, "Hey, you might be, uh, you might be getting replaced here." Oh God! So <laughs> hole one, I hit a really good drive on hole one. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's like three times further than Marty normally is on this hole." <laughs> And then uh, he's hit into the crap left like three times this summer, or it's, or it's short right of the right bunker. So like, it's just, and then and it's and always then, maybe I should have hit a couple balls. And then and then on four that one where I missed that foot and a half putt um, after my tee shot, they're like, "Oh, Marty's not normally there until he lies three or four. <laughs> oh, I bet he makes that fucking putt. But, yeah, but that was a, uh, a well-deserved beatdown for how well you guys played and how terrible we played. But, but we do have the big well, member, sure. member this weekend. So who are teams? Like I'm with my old man. So okay. Well, maybe yeah, might have some stories from Friday's round next week. Who, who are you guys playing with on Friday? We're Slim and Steve-O. <laughs> oh, you play with Rhino's dad. Put me down for a five. We're gonna be the most. We're gonna be number one in fun. Uh, and Moose, you're with Berglund? Yep, Berglund. And then you're with Feist Tractor? Yep. Are you guys all in the afternoon on Friday? Uh, we play like noon, 1210. Yeah, 1215. So we must be. Are you guys off one or 18? 10. Or we're 10 or 10. 18. I think we're all kind of right. Yeah, nobody's going off 18. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. So we're like right behind you then. So uh, Berglund and I, this is our third year together. We haven't done very well. So we set our quota this year. We said that if we don't finish in the top 20 this year, we're moving on. Like, nice. we're going to partnership like, is over. Have you guys played in the morning before? In the day no. two? No, we've never played in the so morning. Never been that two. bad. Never that bad, but not never. Like, we've been close. Actually, last year, I think we were within a stroke of playing in the morning. Yeah, I think me and my partner last year, it was a shotgun last year. I think we started on 18. So we were like one or two groups from being in the morning. Mm hmm. With Rob, but actually, Berglund's <laughs> Berglund's got a lot more strokes this year than in the past. He's he's going in at a ten, where I think in years past he's been at a six. Oh, also that probably went that in we in played on Saturday stroke. cost me a fucking stroke. I went from a seven to a six now, and I, I don't, don't know have, what they're. They might not be. I don't know what revision because like they're for taking the them on Wednesday. They used like the Saturday revision. They're taking them on Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday's okay. the okay. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so I was, like, looking to see if, like, I should get out and play, and it was, like, I have nothing for, like, four rounds that could knock out anything. Yeah. Like, all, so if, like, if you look on your... four rounds are all, like, 90s or, like, I don't know why it took fives. me so... I don't know why it took me so long to realize it, but if you look at your, you know, your last 20 that's on the app, there's a star next to your eight that count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's basically, Absolutely. like, if one without a star is coming off, your handicap's not... It's not going to go higher. It can only go lower. Right. Yeah, that, that's the situation. I've got, like, my, my last four scores don't have a star on it, so... Yeah, I've got my run of scores from the blues coming up here, so it's like I can't go higher because they're all like around ninety. Oh yeah, yeah, that's never but, fun. Which is fine, but you know what? Which also makes me think that like you should take your score like from two weeks ago. They should take the revision from two weeks ago because I feel like it's on everybody's mind going two weeks in. Not that people are going to make a difference. But, yeah, you know, one change, yeah. but it's I like, like yeah. I like. Um, the chief gaming officer, he's played in a couple member guests. Some of these are more high stakes, but yeah. where they will take your, your either your lowest or your average for the last 12 months, which might be a little extreme. They take your lowest. Is it lowest? Yeah. Okay. So you get yeah. It's like, hey, if you're going to pull you're, nonsense, you got to do it for a year. <laughs> that's not bad either. Well, and then they'll also the compare that, that against the, their T scores too. Sure. <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I was actually just looking at it and just – Fucking great timing. My my twelve month uh, low is right now. It's like the one yes. week of the year huh. that you want the most strokes you can get. Like yeah, right I think now, you so. want this, but I will this say week only playing the best you can. I will say, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I will say that's not a bad thing because I mean, there's been times too. It's like, oh, how are you getting five or six? Because like, I'm playing like crap, and then yeah, you know, I'll, that's true. I'll shoot a bad score. It's like <laughs> the odds of you like figuring it out when you're going not up doing, is not yeah. great. I have been playing like complete trash lately, so fight, have fun. Why? Uh, I got a left miss, a right miss. There's no, there's no, no I don't know what the hell's going on. Hey, Tractor, I'm pretty sure that Feist is not playing with you for your golf prowess. That is true. Just, so, fun like, fact. He's out there to have a good time. And we are, because he turns, his 40th is on Thursday, so we're going to do birthday party, party day on Friday for him. Oh, really? Sweet. Should, should we, uh, should I bring a microphone? We do a little, like, live, like, mini pod from, from Feist Bachelor Party slash Stag Night. I think it's 40th party. party. 40th birthday. Whatever. He's been married for a while. It's all the same, dude. It's just, yeah, it's basically. I don't bachelor. think your bachelor party and your 40th birthday are the same. No. They're not. I'm just drinking and I said the wrong word. <laughs> I'm just doubling down. No, it'll be fun. It's always a good time. You guys got your outfits? I do. No, I don't yet. My, uh, I got. Were we supposed to send pictures or something someplace? Yeah, you just do already. I don't have. I can't even find any of mine. Um, we have. I was gonna say. Oh, so I got. Oh, Paul, I got a Nike windbreaker suit. Did you? Yeah, I was saying that. I was gonna say jumpsuits would probably be a popular oh, one. It was expensive. Man, I paid. So I got it came, and I'm like, I bet the elastics all like completely shot. You know. Yeah. And stuff, and like I had to pay like. Six, I had to bid against someone. It was like seventy five bucks, and of course, like the, actually, the elastic on the pants still works. But like the sleeve elastic on the jacket shot. But I'm pretty. You sad. had to bid against somebody. You know that the guy that owned it's bidding against. Do you think like if you think Captain Tom's just gonna wear like his normal golf shirt that he wears since it's from the eighties? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. 
No, I haven't even thought. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I, I don't. I don't go overboard. It's like I'll figure some out like the day before, probably. And How are you gonna figure out eighties the day before? I don't know. You know what you just need to do is you see like hair gel and get yourself all spiky or something like that. Just do it all with your hair. Well, I don't have any hair, so. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah. That's right. You don't. Um. Yeah. But I was th- I, I, I've got I've got a pretty fucking so I'm going like the acid wash jeans and like jean jacket look. Mm. Poison. Well, those things like, like I don't like, like it. Also, yeah. Yeah. So and then I got like a bunch of band patches. I'm going to iron on to the to the jean jacket. Mm-hmm. So and then I've got a whole lot of hair right now. So I'm just going to try to like make it as big as possible. I'm going to try to do the flock of seagulls haircut. Mm. <laughs> I think that would work. I've already been chesting it out a little bit. I'm trying to figure out what kind of like product I need. So, there's like, it's more about the curls, like right? Don't you need like and all the Fox Seagulls like ones where the front goes straight down, right? And you get the sides up. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they yeah. curl up though. They kind of roll up. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. got like a little wave. That's not through. natural. You're gonna need something to do that. I, well, I'm, I just told you that's why I've been testing products. Yeah, you're looking at pr- gel's not gonna do that. You need some curls, baby. <laughs> I feel like I can hit up like Fleet Farm for <laughs> some hillbilly thing for that. Like an 80s, 80s farmer kind of thing? Well, do you have like a shitty old sport coat? Something that you don't mind if it. You, oh, you, yeah. Because you, like you could roll up the sleeves. You get like some. Or you could be ducky. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a piano key necktie? Well, it's going to be oh. outside when we wearing a sport coat if it's 80 degrees out. It won't be. It cools off at night. It's going to rain. Storm. No, it's wow. not. Ne- it negative Nancy over here. at the Fisher Cup. God, that was so good. I, I went back this week and I captioned the lyrics to that song. And man, that was it dug deep, as Tractor would say. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Well, cool. Well, uh, we, we will keep everybody posted yeah. next week. Hopefully one of, one of the champions is uh, on the pod here this week. Don't hold your breath, but yes, it is a great time. <laughs> we represented pretty well in the in the Invitational, so... You guys probably have the best chance, Moose. I don't know. Of the three on here. Yeah, Feist and Iron Handicap Death Zone. Well, no, I mean, what are you guys? You guys know you guys get more Well, this year, well, this year's better, because he's up to a 9 and I'm up to a 12. Yeah. This, Everybody yeah. gets, like, an extra shot, basically, just based off... Well, of, last year, Feist... I love how a, you guys Last year, Feist anything. was a 6 and I was an 8. Okay, so that might be more handicapped death zone. Six and eight was for sure. <laughs> you know, you know, you could just play better. Well, I don't want to practice. Well, yeah, you don't have to do that. Playing good golf isn't about practice. Yeah, so I mean that, but that's that's why Jesse and I are at that thing. Is I'm a six, he's a ten. It's hard because you're not like, good enough to win girls, and you don't get enough shots to win that. Yeah, you need to have like one guy that is like a twenty that can shoot eighty. Okay, <laughs> and then that's that when you get booed, <laughs> and then you get brought in on Monday for a meeting. but every year somebody that's a uh, fourteen to sixteen shoots in the seven. Is that is that fair? I wouldn't say four. I would say more in no, like the that's, 10 that's to aggressive. Fourteen range. You don't need to do that. You just need the first day. You can ham and egg it. It's all about the second day. You both just shoot about your handicap. You don't need, like... Yeah. No, that's true. But it does help if you're a 14 and you shoot the 70. Yeah, I would guess that. That that goes a long way. Yeah. That would be, like, literally, Moose, think that would be, like, shock shooting in the 70s. Like... That's impossible. Uh, Well, (laughs) Literally impossible. Okay, so hold on. Shock shooting in the 70s is 
impossible. Somebody who swings like Shuck <laughs> to shoot in the 70s is not unheard of. Oh, if no. Shuck, the, if Shuck looked at his ball when he was yeah, there, if, from a hundred from a hundred feet out, like it's not a very far <laughs> fetched story. I got, I played with him for the first time in two years, and we're on ten. He's on the very front fringe of ten, back of back left pin. So I mean, yep, it's one of the longest ball. putts that you can have at the club. And he's looking at the hole when he puts this, and he's swinging the putter back. To waist high. Like, how are you going to find the sweet spot of your putter looking at the hole, bringing it back to waist high? Like, oh, I mean, it's like... May as well do that on your wet shots. I know! That's exactly right. It's like, how could you... Like, at a 100-foot putt is not about line. It's all about pace. And if you miss the scent of your club face by, like, a quarter of an inch, that's... Probably a 10-foot difference on that putt right there. And he's just looking off at the pin. Hey, whatever works for him. It sure does <laughs> well, work for him. It's certainly working. But I did see him I did see him belly a couple wedges the other day, too, which I is like pretty that. impressive. That's good. Yep. Yep. I mean, like, I've never seen him do anything around the green that doesn't go, that doesn't put the ball. That doesn't deal with full swing. Where, yeah, where the ball's, you know, apex isn't over his So, head, this so. is this is going to be funny. So, the last year that I played the member member with him, we I, I decided that we were going to have training camp. And I think it was like the, the Wednesday night leading up into the, to the Friday Fisher. And I said, okay, Nathan, you're going to meet me on the back range. And uh, I want you to be there at 5 o'clock sharp, no drinking. We're going we're gonna to focus on short game stuff because I don't want to be hitting fucking flop shots out of the fucking tight lies from a foot off the green. <laughs> I want you to actually – we're going to learn a couple shots and I just want you to like kind of develop a, a little bit deeper repertoire and, and have a couple go-to plays just to get it on the green versus, you know, oh, fuck right. this. Blah, blah, blah. That's just a and lot of that was handicapped. Like, exactly. They, make they a bogey, like, don't make a On 10. the green and two putt is – Way better than whiffing a flop. Exactly, shot. exactly, right. But it's so, not as sexy. This is where it gets interesting. So we uh, we we went on like a first cut, thick rough, tight lies. We kind of ran the gamut. And for, first of all, he showed up at five hundred one with like a triple <laughs> captain and coke. <laughs> but regardless, I, I mean, I'm not I, I'm not a sponsor. That's not my job. So, anyways. <laughs> We uh, we start hitting chips, and you know the first few, he's just fucking around. And um, but uh, there were a couple of like little zones where I, he hit a good one. I'm like, do it again, and he did it again. Do it again, and he did it again, and he did it again, and he did it again. And like, I mean, we're talking like tricky little pitch shots that he hit twelve of them in a row within five feet. Like he's very capable. Yeah. He just need he needs to. It's not even coaching. It's just he needs to like. I don't know. I don't focus. know where to go from it. But yeah, I think focus has a lot to do with it. it. He's very capable around the greens. He just makes horrible decisions. But I've seen that guy hit great shots. But then like some of the decisions he makes only set him up for failure. It's kind of like Tommy Bahama trying to hit slice yeah. five irons from 130 yards. It's like, well, <sighs> the odds of that happening are just... But when it does happen... You know, play the percentages, man. And that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening.
We'll see you next week.